When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Boy gang, it's Ryan here. I am just here to issue a blanket apology for the quality of this week's audio. It is in and out like your favorite burger restaurant in California. I don't know what happened. We've got our best, best minds on it. Um, But unfortunately, it's a lot of my audio too, which means you're going to miss out on some really quality jokes. I'm sorry. Right now, we're sounding worse than Adam Levine on The Voice. But enjoy the show anyways, if you can. Hopefully, things will sound better next week. All right, here we are, gang. We're ready to talk about whatever happened on this episode, which is not much. Kill me. <laughs> Just shoot me. I David, David Spade <laughs> reference. I cannot remember in recent past being this dissatisfied with the franchise. Well, that's a big claim. I can't remember being this dissatisfied with Bachelor in Paradise. I feel like we were pretty dissatisfied with a lot of Matt James this season. Uh, I needed this Bachelor in Paradise palate cleanser to wash the Katie out of my mouth. And And they have not delivered. Blake said he needed a palate cleanser to wash the Katie out of his mouth, too. Does that make <laughs> you had to think about gonna, that one? Your mom's gonna stop listening again. Yeah. I don't think she's listening anymore. I think she gave up for the third time. We just couldn't keep her. That's the audience I want is Ginger. You know, that's, that's all I one, care. That's the one person, and I can't golden have her. Goose, <laughs> our patron, if you will. Yeah, I mean, the first couple episodes were okay, and then it just. I don't know why this is so unentertaining. Yeah, like we're having trouble figuring out why it's so bad. Yeah. Listeners, give us your thoughts on if I mean if indeed you think that this is a bad season, which I think most people do. Have we just tired of the paradise hijinks? <laughs> but well what paradise hijinks though? Right. That's the thing. Yeah, like we don't we're not getting very many fights. I feel like there's usually more like fist fights in right. paradise. Kerfuffles. And, which I want like some maybe kerfuffles. next week. Yeah. Next week there's some kerfuffle right well part of the problem so we have these two conflicts about we were dating before you got here which nobody fucking cares just about. pick one first yeah, of all right. like i feel like we could have done brendan and piper yep. yeah we don't have to go to this well twice mm-hmm. yeah and there's also this big problem of like people come people go it's like a revolving door of... which i do feel like paradise typically is that way but i mean obviously one of the things that we've talked about as well and sorry listener we're getting repetitive here speaking of being boring all right (laughs) um but i just like i don't know half these people like yeah blake 
That was his name, right? Blake? Mm-hmm. The poor man's Adam Levine. <laughs> he is not the poor man's Adam Levine. He, he is the poor like Adam man's. Levine at all. He was all tatted up. He had a little he bit of an Adam. He had tattoos. That was nah, it. Nah, no, look at him again. Look at him in the cold light of day. <laughs> He's saying, God only knows. He's saying, wouldn't it be nice? And it was terrible. And you were like, oh, Adam Levine. That's him. He does not look like Adam Levine. And he, I think he was really cute, but I'm like, I don't even remember this right. guy. Like, why are we bringing in so many people that that just are relative newcomers to the yeah. franchise? I mean, you could just bring in a stranger at this point. Like, yeah, they could have brought in any person and been sure like, that Blake I'm... might have been. Yeah, like, I'm Matt. Like, and that yeah. was a guy from right. production. <laughs> <laughs> that was somebody's cousin. They're like, all right, get this guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, and whatever. Like, at this point, it is what it is. I'm just ready to you know, shoot this lame horse and get on with it. But um, Beat this horse that, who went horseback riding? Chelsea. I'm holding out hope that uh, Michelle's season is going to be okay. I know. Lord. I know. Good Lord. Help me, Jesus, We've had kind of three disappointing things in a row. Matt, Katie, Katie, this. Bachelor in Paradise. Not since Tasha have I enjoyed this show. Yeah, I I kind of agree with that. And again, like we said, I still wasn't all that happy with Titus. He didn't do that much. I I still like him, and in gen, I have mm-hmm. general positive feelings mm-hmm. about him. But he just he didn't do that much. I mean, I did enjoy Lil John's short cameo, especially. I guess, but like, is he going to have more of a a position in the show? <laughs> I mean, I hope so. Also, like, did he it's... just walk into the jungle? Like, he just drives that thing up and. A vehicle that, once again, we cannot identify and then walks off into the jungle. Is this the last host? I believe so. See, I don't like that either because, like, I feel like at the end, Harrison actually gets a little serious and is like, guys, it's time to have some serious discussions right. about where this relationship is going. Like, is Lil John going to do that? Well, you know who could do that and do a great job of it is Wells. I like saying Lil John. Lil John. Well, Lil... that's it. Yeah. Lil John. I believe that's how it's said. Uh, no, I know. But yeah. it sounds like a... Not like a children's book. Like Lil... <laughs> <laughs> Lil Abner. <laughs> Not Lil Abner. Okay. Yeah, we are not reading Lil Abner to our children. What is Lil Abner? I don't even know what that is. I'm pretty sure it's racist. Oh, is it? Oh, shit. I I'm pretty know. sure that yeah. Rachel Kirkconnell reads, reads Lil, Lil Abner. Abner. Oh, she goes okay. to plantation I don't parties. even know who that is. I just know it's a Lil somebody. Um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it will be Wells. I mean, honestly, that's probably true because Wells stepped in and did the, yeah, like, did the rose, rose ceremony. Natasha. He did that. That was a nice move. That was one of the few genuinely enjoyable moments of the whole show was when he's like, you know what? There are no rules in paradise, even though you can't come already dating somebody. That's in the rule book. But I will bring out this rose for Natasha. I just want to interject here and say, uh-huh. actually, I don't think Lil Abner is racist. <laughs> nope. Cancel Lil Abner. <laughs> it's too late. I don't think. I don't even know what, what is Lil Abner? Like it, it says is... it's a satirical American comic strip that appeared in many newspapers <laughs> in the uni- across the United States, Canada, and Europe. Oh, actually, it might be offensive. It's about a, oh, you'll like this. Okay. A fictional clan of hillbillies. Oh, yeah. That's not offensive at all. In the impoverished mountain village of Dogpatch, USA. (laughs) Shout out to our one listener in Dogpatch, USA. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, 
let's uh, let's shout out while we're here. So Lil Abner is or is not racist. We need to to figure this out. Uh, it seems like it's maybe not racist, but potentially offensive to hillbillies. Hillbillies, hillbilly elegy over here. Yeah, I got uh, what was that jackass's name that wrote that book? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I can't remember. J.D. Vance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, J.D. Vance is real upset about it. Little Abner actually got hooked on meth for a while. <laughs> oh, <laughs> got I hooked mean... on the old moonshine. <laughs> yeah. All right, you want to give me a number between 1,100 and 1,200? Uh, 1,152. Okay. Uh, shout out to Dog Patch USA. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our one listener. I believe his name is Abner. <laughs> Big Abner. I believe yeah. he is commonly identified as a sweet, gullible, good-natured hillbilly. Wait, is Abner Abner is male or female? Abner is six foot three and perpe- this is from uh, Wikipedia. Okay. Abner was six foot three and perpetually nineteen years old. A naive, simple-minded, gullible, and sweet-natured hillbilly, he lived in a ramshackle log cabin with pint-sized parents. Oh, so is it ironic that his name is Lil Abner since he's so tall? Should we start calling Thomas Lil Thomas? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um. Shout out to Queen Creek, Arizona. Arizona. That's who it, yeah, who it actually is. So if you're out there, Queen Creek listener, hit us up. Tell us who, what, uh, what's going on out there. In Arizona. Oh, I know what I was thinking of. Lil Bear. Oh, like the Lil Bear that's hunting for the berries? Yeah, yeah like with, Lil Bear. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Lil, Lil, Lil John, Lil Bear. Yeah. Lil Abner. Lil, Lil John got separated from his mom when he was berry picking. <laughs> okay, so... um. I guess we can start at the top, though. I've kind of been enjoying just bouncing around. Honestly, I feel like we're going to need to kill some time by just inserting, like, all of our most popular clip. Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Your mother sucks cocks in hell, So if you're going to play poker with me, don't expect me to be a nice guy. Okay? Because once those cards are dealt... Yeah. I'm not a nice guy. There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once. Shame on... Shame on you. If fool me, we can't get fooled again. All right, so that killed like 30 seconds. Where are we at now? Uh, Brendan has a feeling that people are going to start coming for him. You're right, Brendan, because you're a dick. Yeah, so it's so weird because they, like, have this, like, mob. It's like Gaston with the torches it to really send is. Chris and Alana out of town. And then they're like, wait a minute. And one of the few good things Demi says this whole time is like, uh, where is it? I've got I've got an actual good Demi quote, so I hate to waste it. Where she's like, why, uh, why is it? I don't know. I, I can't find it in my notes. Three pages. Yeah. What's the deal with Brendan? That's what she says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might be a redneck if you don't think that Brendan should go home. Please take my Brendan. <laughs> take Brendan. Please take him. Yeah. So something about how, like, if people are mad at Chris and Alana, why aren't they mad at Brendan and Piper? Correct, Amun. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously. Yeah. 
Um, Natasha questions the same thing. And I feel like the thing that's bad about Brennan and Piper, too, is like they're really unapologetic and they yes. are acting like total dickheads. Yeah, I just don't even get what what are they doing? Like, it's not even... I mean, they wanted a free vacation in Mexico that would maybe help them earn followers and clout. Sure, clouty. But if that's what you want, just be like, why can't you just be like, hey, guys, you know, we did kind of know each other, but we're here to have fun. We want to have fun with everybody. Like, I feel like they're skits so defensive. Mm -hmm. No, well, I tell you why. It's because Brendan strung Natasha along. That's where he went wrong. No, I know. But I'm saying, like, he doesn't even try... To, right. like, redeem himself. Right, no. I don't think it would have helped necessarily. But I guess what I'm saying, like, what are they doing? Like, the whole thing you say about being so unapologetic, like, it doesn't seem like they have a plan. No. For yeah. two people that, like, came into paradise with a plan. Right, two masterminds. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, they just basically keep saying, like, I didn't know there was a rule book. Right. And then everybody is like, well, actually, like... I guess there's no official rule right. book, but yeah, it is assumed that you come in here unattached. Although I do want to say it, I find it ironic that Demi is the one getting so pissed about this when she came in with a girlfriend. I mean, are you saying that Demi is like hypocritical and, you know, well, casts I do remember things there on being others? like a yeah. conversation where the whole group had to kind of like vote on whether or not Demi and whatever her girlfriend right. were allowed to stay. Oh, see, that would have been, I feel like Brendan and them should have, again, right. If they had come up, you're right. Approached it from a point of honesty and been mm-hmm. like, yeah, we just really wanted this time together. Like, we're sorry. You know, if they were honest and apologetic, I feel like it could have gone differently. Like maybe then the group would have done what they did with Demi and said, okay, y'all stay. Instead, they act like jackasses. Right. And here you go. Yeah. Well, and like they, Piper's just like, I don't even want to be here. Like they just, they seem to both A, know that this was going to happen and then be mad that it was happening. And at the same she's time. really rude about Natasha. Like she yeah. said that Natasha needs to stop being a child about the situation. You win some, you lose some. Like, fuck you, Piper. And I just want to say, I called that. I you knew did. that she was yeah. a mean girl. Well, um, you're right, too. Like, um, Brendan's super mean about Natasha, too, because he's like, no one wanted to date her. Well, it's like, yeah, because you snatched her up. Right. Minute one. Yeah. Like, like you a bunch got of your people. Right. And yeah. took her off the market. Right. Yeah. He's an asshole. Yeah. And he's so, like, Shmarmy, like uh, when they come up and he sees that it's Joe and he says, Lay on me, Papa. Like, fuck you, uh, Brendan. I do know, I don't know why Joe is leading these mobs. The I mean, Godfather. I guess that's his He's mafia roots. <laughs> he sees Brendan as public enemy number that's one. That's right. You come to me on Natasha's birth. Oh, it's Tammy. You come to me on Tammy's birthday and cause this trouble. Mm-hmm. He stuck it's, a yeah. horse head in Brendan's <laughs> bed. That's when Brendan knew that. That he was in trouble. <laughs> oh, his grocery is just a front for his mob operations. I did like it that Brendan called Joe, uh, Joe and his mob of disgruntled yeah. females. <laughs> what a band. <laughs> Joe and the disgruntled females. I would see them. I would risk the Delta variant to see them play. 
Uh, yeah. So essentially, Brendan and Piper decide to leave paradise. Yep, they and get everybody run is out of like, town. Keep going. Demi well, says that they're the villains of their own story. <laughs> I love, too, that they were like, all right, we've decided to go. Like, no, they ran you out of town. Yeah, no, everybody yeah. basically was like, get out. Yeah. Like, we hate go. you. <laughs> I do think it's unfortunate, and I mean, this is kind of one reason why I like Paradise, is I do think that, like, I wasn't crazy about Brendan, but I wouldn't have guessed that he would have gone down in such spectacular flames. Yeah, yeah. I think you can come into Paradise and really, like, for better or worse, change whoever you were on the show. Yes. Because I also feel like the flip side has happened, where people that I really didn't care for that much on the show, they come into Paradise and they kind of win me over. Yeah. Brendan, you did not, sir. Right. Well, and I do, I mean, I know there's still editing involved, but I do get the impression that without sort of like vying for this one central person, that people's character comes out a little bit more clearly. Oh, yeah. Paradise. I I think, like, I think you can trust. Well, they're on their best behavior. That's what I mean. In the regular season. Right. They're on their best behavior and, like, the people who just kind of fly under the radar don't get a story. Yeah. You know, and so like, because Bre- I don't even remember quite what Brendan's story was on his season, but like. It was that he had that, wasn't he married? And he had been divorced and he yeah. came in and he was like, I'm not ready and. Something like that. Well, he was ready now. And also that he wore turtlenecks. That was his main <laughs> That's his line. biggest deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's his biggest deal. It was turtlenecks deal. and frog gigging. He loves frog gigging and turtlenecks. Yeah, so they're gone. They uh, head away. I love there was a great tweet that we actually retweeted where someone put like a still of them riding in the van together next to a shot of like Dustin Hoffman and whoever riding in the back of the bus together. At the end of the graduate. <laughs> and I was like, man, that's, that's it's a good joke. Yeah, that that I wish funny. I would have thought of that. Good job, Twitter. Wells says uh, that what Brendan and Piper did is just not in the spirit of this place and that it ruins the integrity of this experience. I have that quote as well. You wouldn't think that a show where Chad, a porn star, whatever his last name is, took a shit on himself would have integrity, (laughs) but there it is. You wouldn't think a show with 10 minutes of people eating whipped cream off each other before going to have sex. Good job, Brendan. You compromise the integrity. Yeah. No, um, the first part I think is totally right. It's not in the spirit of this place. The second part maybe is a little bit over the top. Wells, yeah, like the integrity. Let's maybe not bring integrity. Yeah, into this. <laughs> we haven't so far. Let's keep it. That I agree, way. as you said. I do agree that it's not within the spirit of yeah. paradise to yeah. come in like that. Right. Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I even mean, I think the point is Viva la Mexico. <laughs> even Titus realizes that it's not in the spirit of this place or the producers told him to say that but either way all right yeah so speaking of the whipped cream cream, yeah so here i know you really disliked i was not here for this sexy game of whipped cream no thank you i guess here's my take because it seemed like most people were grossed out by this based on the twitter i I was not on twitter while we were watching it yeah you were i was yeah i put two unfunny tweets up (laughs) and that was my contribution (laughs) you're welcome earth (laughs) Um, but uh, these are two like Riley and Marissa are two like objectively sexy people and I feel like even they I'm grossed out by both of them now well no 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 but here's what because of the whipped cream thing though right 
What yeah. I'm saying is like if I, these Riley two is too muscular. Well, he's like an action I'm figure. I'm freaked out by yeah. it a little bit. But like if these two attractive people can't make this look attractive, then nobody can. You know what I mean? Like hey, I just don't think one of your tweets got four likes. It did the whipped cream one. It yeah, did. with the dad from that seventy oh show putting God. whipped cream on his head. Yep, there you go. There you go. See, you're welcome, Twitter. Crushing it. The Twitter sphere. Viral tweet. Uh, I guess that's just, and like, also, this was so much. It was too long. Like, Like, just so much Um, whipped cream, so much scene. Yeah. Like, that's the thing that, I mean, again, I hate to circle back around to all of my unhappiness with this season. But it just seems like there's a lack of content because they're spending a lot of time on stuff that I'm like, this should literally be maybe two minutes, and instead you're turning it into a weird 15-minute segment. Right. Weird, like, sex scene with, like, but sexy then, music. But I mean, we talked about this before, too. Like, there's other stuff that I wanted. Like, how did Ivan yes. and Kendall get together? I was going to make and the exact... And now we're just having to, like, accept them right. as a couple? I was going to make the exact same point. Yeah. We watched, like, 15 minutes of Riley and Marissa spraying whipped cream on each other, and in the meantime... Like it's Ivan like, and oh, Kendall, BT Dubs, Ivan and Kendall are, right, are legit are kind now. of a thing now, sort of. But that plays in later. But like, but I don't care because you didn't show me. Right, like I'm not invested happened. in any sort of relationship yeah. with them. And I don't know. Like, is this? Are they just like? Well, I guess we're both left here, mm-hmm. or is there something genuine? And it's it's we, the connections are weird too because, like, Becca and. Thomas somehow have a supposedly really strong connection all of a sudden based on like that one makeout session that they uh, had. I mean, I don't think they have that strong of a connection. I think it was just done with Tammy. Sure, but they may, but the way they talk about it makes it sound like it's like kind of a big deal, but well, it's like I think they just made I'm out. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> I don't know how to put this, but kind of a big deal <laughs> i don't know who i'm 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 over it um tammy is freaking out while riley, oh, i'm freaking oh, out she's freaking out <laughs> while riley and marissa play their their uh sexy whipped cream games well i was gonna say their um yeast infection <laughs> game they were reenacting their favorite scene from varsity blues i also just feel like it always looks really really hot and yeah gross there. so like yeah. that like non-dairy spray that they're using is probably like separating yeah and... no that's a good point they already looked real sweaty yeah Did you notice that yeah like that's a yeah. bunch of body juice yeah and... mixed in with the whipped cream yeah it's it's no, it's it's gonna be a no from me. Dog. <laughs> you don't want to play this whipped cream game later mm, tonight. Nope. Um, no. Oh shoot. I'm all set. How about if we just play pie face? <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> um, while that is happening, Tammy is kind of putting in a last ditch effort on Thomas. Boy, is it a last ditch? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is Tammy's birthday. Um, she's nervous because he went on a date with Becca. And he says he had feelings for Becca on that date, yeah. and he did not feel guilty yes. about it. And then yeah. he's like, you gots to go, Tammy. Right, well, she's like, and then she just falls apart. She's like, I guess I just thought our connection was stronger than he did. Like, yeah. Well, here's, so here's one of the lines that she's I... She's like, you're my best friend. God, really, that's so Tammy? sad. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, aren't uh, her friends at home like, well, fuck oh, you. Yeah, like, yeah. come on, Tammy. <laughs> Tammy, I thought we had Serves something. you right, you stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, um... Yeah, so here's the line that I found. Thomas says, things just felt more stable elsewhere. That's the the phrasing that I found 
confusing, like mm-hmm. more stable. Like we have made out last night. Like if you're just like, you know, I'm going to pursue things with Becca. That's fine. But like, and Tammy says, I trusted you with everything. 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 She says, I feel like a fool. No. And then Thomas and Becca go and make out. Well, Thomas, so Tammy is like losing Yeah, her losing her shit, mind. Like yeah. Sobbing. Thomas walks away and goes to talk to Becca and she goes, are you okay? And he says, yeah. (laughs) And then they make out. Right. Like, and there's a, I mean, it appears to be based on editing that they are literally making out with an earshot of Tammy, like falling apart, crying. And it is Tammy's birthday. Yes. Like, come on, Thomas. Yeah. So when she said she got COVID. It's kind of a dick (laughs) move. It is a dick move. It is a dick move. I guess. I mean, I think it was a rose ceremony night, so... Mm -hmm. Oh, I guess that's true. He had to do it. Yeah, like it was just an unfortunate coincidence. Yes. It was poor Tammy's birthday. An unfortunate turn of events. Yeah, Tammy tells us she got COVID on her birthday last year, and this is worse. I don't know. I mean, come on. I might rather have this than COVID. Well, she lost her best friend. Should have stuck with Aaron. sad. Right. Well, that's, that's the lesson of Paris. How many times... This season, have we learned to like... <laughs> how many times can you get burned? Right. Well, like, how many people s- flopped around and got screwed over? Like, Yesenia, Tammy, like, a bunch of John Kerry. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is the ultimate flip-flopper. Um, have right. we not Brendan, learned anything? Yeah, like, these people need to... I know you're supposed to, like, pursue options and not tie yourselves down, but, like, a lot of times those people end up getting screwed over yeah. when they kind of jump from yeah, ship to Yeah, I mean, ship. obviously, like, M- Riley and Marissa, it worked out. Uh-huh. That's about it. Right. And, that's all uh, I got. <laughs> I guess Mari and um, Kenny were sort yeah, of flip-flopping that's true. They kinda, around. They, they, oh, and now... Now they're flip-flopping in the boom-boom room. Boom-boom room. Yeah. I like that that's just become the official nomenclature for the sex room. Do you think they changed the sheets? Like, yeah. are you in the same bed? Surely they change they the They must sheets. change the sheets. But Especially what happens if two couples both want back the boom back. boom room? Yeah, right. Just <laughs> It's like waiting outside at like a, a concert restaurant. I think like, they you just, done in there? Uh, yeah. they hang a towel in between the beds <laughs> so that it divides it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, they must. So there must be like cleaning staff. Who has to deal with this? And Oof, uh, yeah, that's an unfortunate. Yes, job. it is. That is not a great job. So hopefully, they those people are well paid. I cannot imagine that they are. Well, move forward. Move forward. All let's right, move let's, on. Let's move on. Um, Natasha gets a special rose from oh. Wells and Polly. <laughs> um, she starts crying, and Wells is basically like, "Hey, girl, you got fucked over. Yeah, and we would like to give you this special rose because we think that you are here for love. You're here for the right here reasons, for the right reasons. Doesn't and happen that often. You deserve an extra chance at love. Yeah." Yeah, I mean, that broadly, was sweet. I almost started crying. Yeah, it was. It really was an sweet. emotional moment. Well, and I also think maybe that's what happens when you have somebody besides Harrison in charge. Maybe uh, what? I'm just this saying, like the same thing. I mean, I don't Harrison never saw Harrison bashing. do something like that. I miss Harrison. I don't miss. Yes, him. you have seen Harrison do stuff like when? that. When did he do something like that? Any number of times. Any number of any. It could be. There's so many examples. You're just a you Harrison can. hater. I am a Harrison hater a little bit. I don't miss I've, him at all. I miss him. I feel like we started on a high point with David Spade, and it has gone downhill. It has gone there. downhill. I think maybe they do need. 
Well, a consistent your mic just got real loud. Okay, my my mic is in and out. It's okay. real spotty. I think the listener noticed a little bit of that last week. These mics, we can never quite get them right, gang. Move to it's it. just like the host of uh, yep. the show. You can it's never real, quite get it right. It's a real Goldilocks situation. <laughs> um, but uh, I do think maybe a consistent host for the whole season would be helpful. Or just ma- put Wells in charge and have celebrities come in to like stir the pot every once or in a while. Or just bring David Spade back. Yeah. I freaking loved him. Spade was great. He was he had the right mood for Paradise. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was a mood. <laughs> All right. So we're at the rose ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, Ivan and Kendall get... I, uh, what Ivan gives his rose to Kendall. Right. Riley gives his to Marissa. Joe to Serena. Yep. Noah and Abigail. Kenny and Mari. James and Tia, which was a surprise. Yeah. Um, Thomas to Becca and Aaron to Chelsea. Yeah. Which, and like, really? Chelsea? <laughs> I mean, okay. When Noah gives Abigail his rose, he says, you've been the surprising little butter to my toast. And oh. I'm excited to see where this goes. I like Noah in Paradise. That's I said it. that when we were watching it. Like, yeah. I don't mind him. No, He's that's... Tan. That's... He's, like, every episode, he adds, like, ten necklaces <laughs> to his neck. <laughs> this guy... So, this is what we're talking about. This is a guy who was made to, like, be in Paradise and just hang oh, out. Oh, he was made yeah. for... Par- you know what? I'd like to watch a reality show of Noah and Dean... Riding around in oh, Dean's van. Deep van. Yeah. Man, I saw some. Just a couple of smoke bros. <laughs> smoke bros putting on a smoke show. Uh, I saw some Instagram. I don't even know how, why, but like with uh, Dean and what, what's her name? Caitlin. Caitlin. Yeah, still riding around in Oh, van. yeah. They're still going yeah, strong. Yeah, those two. Who would have thought? I know. You yeah. never know who to put your money on. Yeah, it's a, it's a crazy world. All right, so it's a new day, and uh, we know that some new people are going to show up. The first being Blake. Yes. uh, From production. (laughs) (laughs) So he claims to be from Claire's season. Um, He pulls Tia. She says that he's hot. He seems basically like he's just her type. Mm -hmm. He's kind of tatted up. Yeah, knock off Adam Levine. Not in like a prison way. Sure, right. Just a like... Just threatening enough. Yeah, she yeah. talks about how uh, into tattoo she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they go riding around in what I just identified as a sports vehicle. <laughs> I thought that was terrain, An all-terrain vehicle of some Bunter sort. Doggy, we know that you would like to tell us uh, what it is. Oh, I forgot. Boonter Doggy gave us a new review. Oh, and hang on. I got to get my phone because uh, we have one very special shout out. Oh, okay. So shout out to Boonter Doggy who gave us a review. But Boonter Doggy, you gave us four stars. <gasps> it said, we people of Minnesota miss you, but it was a four star review. It was the one star off because we didn't record that one week. I think it was. What the fuck? Yeah. Thanks, Boonter. Well, we're back. Can you up that star now that we're back in town again? <laughs> Sorry, we went to Colorado. Colorado, Rocky Mountain High. By the way, gang, we listen to all of Rocky Mountain High, and he pronounces it both ways. And he also says Colorado. <laughs> he pronounces it like five different ways. He uses a soft C. Colorado. <laughs> um. All right, carry it. Okay. I'm looking for this special. Um, okay, so there's going to be a special shout-out. Speaking of songs, I'm a little worried that we're not going to have a song to put at the end of this because we haven't referenced any songs yet, so we should just throw some sort of song in so we've got something to put at the end. Um, It'll come. I feel like it'll come. 
Okay. Yeah, it'll, it'll come. No, when it, it might comes. not. It might not. Yeah, I mean, we are. We've already said that this is going to be a shorter episode, so just start singing something. I'd like to give a special shout out to Cash, okay, uh, who has done two separate v- reviews. But actually, we keep shouting out Cash, and it's his wife Laura that is submitting oh. the reviews, and oh, he okay. says. We need to throw her out a shout oh, out. Yeah. And they're having a baby in February. Oh, wonderful. And we would like for you to name that baby Wrong Reason. <laughs> it's a beautiful name for a boy. Maybe just a middle or name. Or a girl. Just a yeah. middle name. Yeah. No, that's very sweet. Yeah. Wrong, little Wrong Reasons is going to be adorable. And you'll have a great story. And our podcast is so big right now because we have so much clout mm. that everyone's be like, oh, they're named after the podcast. How about for a first name, Clouty? <laughs> Clouty, wrong reasons. Beautiful. Shout out to you, Laura. Hope yeah. you're hanging in there. Oh, what Laura. Is, what's a uh, where September? Got about uh, got about what three, four months to go? Four yeah. months till February? When? Five months? <laughs> How does the calendar work? <laughs> October, Explain November, December, me. January. All right, about five Thirty months. Thirty days yeah. has September, April, June, and November. Five hundred twenty-five thousand <laughs> six hundred minutes in with sunsets and yeah. kitties. <laughs> <laughs> With cups of... That's James's song. Cups of... I just like a cup of coffee. I love my morning coffee in the morning. Do you pee off of your porch? (laughs) No, Victoria. (laughs) Go away. Well, that's also like... That feels like it was 10 weeks ago. (laughs) People in Louisiana are animals. (laughs) Well, that was a nice shout out. Congratulations to Cash and Laura. That's great news. Yeah, and y'all send in your hometown. Y'all been slacking on the hometown shout outs lately. We got a oh, shout right. out Queens River, Arizona. Ugh, lame. Yeah, boring. Lame. <laughs> All right. Um back to the show. Blake and Tia go out on their date. Right. As we said, they ride in a sports vehicle. That little John drives up for them. Little Abner. They then drink champagne and eat yeah. some fruit and uh, Blake makes Tia's vagina dance yeah. as she Much, says. Yeah, and uh, there's some cows mooing in the background. She says, see, they're feeling it too. She says, if it doesn't make your vagina dance, it's not worth it. <laughs> well, she also says, I'm ovulating right now and if there was any way to get pregnant without the traditional method i would be pregnant right well, now guess what tia there's not so <laughs> no you're not <laughs> it's not how it works <laughs> they seem like they're a good match yeah I mean, they're cute they seem like the bet like that makes sense yes. to me in a way yeah. that like when we saw tia and james i was yeah. like wait what well it's, again you get those couples where it's like well we're the last two here I guess that this is it. Let's yeah. make it work. <laughs> right. We're soulmates. Actually, Blake and Tia had a nice little conversation about soulmates, about how there's not just one person on the other side of the world waiting for you. Correct. Yes. I think about that often. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> how sometimes you just have to settle for what's in front of you, uh, yep. even if it doesn't make your vagina You dance. just got to pull a Tim gun and make it work. <laughs> make it work. All right, Riley and Marissa, meanwhile, are uh, eating pasta like Lady in the fucking Tramp. Oh, yeah, sure. Just food eating off of each other left and right. Like, come on, guys. It's only a matter of time before Riley eats sushi off Marissa. She's going to eat a whole salad off of him at some point. Why do Mari and Kenny do that next week? 
Like oh, she came, do they? I think there was some sort of like preview scene where she was laying on a table and had like a leaf covering her. Oh man, yeah. Then Kenny eats an entire turkey dinner off of her body. I do. <laughs> gravy More gravy. <laughs> More everything. Well, then back at the old resort, you get a sad scene where James just has to sit there watching all the other Aww. couples make out. Like, literally just sitting in the middle of the Right. Everyone is gathered around him. I just feel like Paradise would not be my jam. Like, they're all in close quarters. Like, there was a scene where it's just, like, Becca and Thomas making out. And then right up above them, somebody else was making out. Like, I don't know. Uh, No, I'm not into this situation. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, Kenny and Mari go in the boom-boom room. Yeah? And Mari says, we're just gonna play patty cake on the bed, that's all. <laughs> uh, and then I got all excited because who comes down but Dr. Joe. Dr. Like, Joe! This is the paradise yes. entrance that I'm waiting Yes, this for. is the kind of part where you're like, oh, right, like, like I, I wanted Dr. to Joe. know more about him. Yeah. I felt like I knew him a little bit, but I wanted to know more. Well, it turns out we don't, guys. So I had mixed feelings. Let's talk this through. Okay. I had mixed feelings about it. All right. It. So Dr. Joe shows up. He's an anesthesiologist. Mm-hmm. Everyone is like, he's smart. Nice. He's funny. He he's was like super cute. So corny and cheesy. I yeah, really but I liked, liked it. Like he seemed really genuine and just like excited. And yeah. he immediately pulls Natasha yeah. and it just makes total yeah. sense. And he's real sweet. He's like, you go into any bar, you're not buying a drink. I what know. are you doing here? Sweet yeah, no, the, um, the corny thing was a compliment. Like, I liked oh, his yeah, corny, yeah. No, cheesy I know. energy. I know. And she, uh, Natasha says that Joe has a very calming energy. That's because he's an anesthesiologist. He, <laughs> he actually that. just gave her a little bit of a hint. <laughs> just to calm her down a little bit. Um, They have a really good conversation. Yeah. So they go out on their date. And... We learn that he and Brendan are like BFFs. They're boys, so to speak. Yeah. Yep. In fact, that's the... They're uh, bros. They're bros. They're smoke bros. <laughs> Couple of smoke bros. Quick aside, yeah. I would like to know where Joe buys his shirts. Yeah. Because was, I would like I feel all like it was right shirts. up your alley. Oh, yeah. But like he can pull them off in a way that I can't. Yeah. He's a well-defined yes. Asian 20-year-old, yes, 20-something-year-old. Yes, and I am a 40-year-old uh, <laughs> white guy. Yeah. Do they have that in a husky <laughs> option? He says, he, he. so basically they have this like, what seems to be a pretty great yeah. date. And then he's like, okay, so like what happened then? And right. she's like, and Natasha, to her credit, knew that Joe and Brendan mm-hmm. were friends, but she's like, I got to tell him, I guess. Right. So, and she does try to give, she's like, it gives an abbreviated mm-hmm. version. Right. She doesn't like slam no, Brendan No, not at all. At all. Yeah. But Joe like freaks out and, and she's right. Cause she's like, I could just tell that the, yeah. the air shifted and she's yep. not wrong. The look on his face because he says, Brendan. My Brendan? My Brendan? I will say that one of the ways this show has changed... And then he keeps saying, it had to be Brendan. (laughs) One of the ways this show has changed in the last, say, five years or so is, like, the bromances are just off the show. Like, I feel like that's really what is happening in this show now, is that bromances are happening left and right. Um, Yeah, and so then, like, he doesn't... He he tries to kind of keep it together, but Natasha is right. Like you can see on you his can face. just see that like something yeah. has changed. Yep. Um, so what's your and analysis? And he gives a bunch of like vague, like he's like, "I say we just let it ride, and uh, what will be will be." Okay, Matthew McConaughey. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Times a flat circle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why should I live in 
history, huh? Fuck, I don't want to know anything anymore. This is a world where nothing is solved. Well, someone once told me time is a flat circle. If everything we've ever done or will do, we're going to do over and over and over again. Just keep on living. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your analysis? Was it that he was mad that, like, she was... It wasn't that he was mad that she was, like, I think it was more Brendan. just, like, they had a bad experience and he's froze with Brendan right. in real life uh-huh. and that he just wasn't... Basically, like, I'm not even going to go there. But was it because he's like, I don't want to deal with a woman that Brennan has been with? Or is it like, I a don't want A little wanna... bit, like a little yeah. bit of the Eskimo brothers. Sure, yeah. Uh... I heard a new phrase recently, <laughs> dick cousins, which oh, means the same thing. Sure. Yeah. I, like, I prefer cousins. Eskimo brothers. <laughs> um, but honestly, I also think maybe it was just like he could sense that that was going to complicate things. Yeah. And he and like maybe from the get go was just going to be like, yeah, let's just not. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. This to me, this is kind of like Trey finding out that Tajwan went out with his uncle. Like, no, I just don't. I don't think so. Okay, I mean, I guess just it's a lot of people reacting to stuff that I don't think is that big of. A deal. Oh, I agree. I mean, yeah. I feel like Joe should have been, but I mean, I don't know. Imagine, I don't think Nathaniel listens anymore. Yeah. But imagine if we were all on a reality show. And, like, you found out that I had, like, had a really bad experience sure. with Nathaniel. Yeah. Y'all Impossible. Are, yeah. Yeah. First of all, how could that happen? <laughs> um, second of all, though, y'all are close enough that I do feel like... I mean, sure. I think a lot of it hinges on how close are Brennan right, and Joe. Right. It seems like they're, like... They're pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah. So I could see you being like, well... I choose Nathaniel. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what it is. It's like, it seems like Dr. Joe is choosing Brendan. I think that's exactly what it is. Yes. Which it doesn't. But to be fair, is it a chance at sure. love or is it a chance at like a random, like what are the odds that it's really going to be? Loved? Sure. That is, you that know? is fair. Yeah. So again, that is disappointing for Natasha because she oh, got yeah. this rose. She's like, I'm fucked again. Right. She's like, I got a Brendan shaped cloud over me. Yeah. Not wrong. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm wearing a turtleneck. <laughs> I'm a mumble mouth. Um, all right. Meanwhile, Joe and Serena are super into each other. In fact, in Joe love. says, I'm just saying I'm into you. Okay? He like did our impression yeah. of him. I as just his like himself. you. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm into you. <laughs> That's like the impression that we do. He says, I've been doing nice things for you every night. I haven't even gotten to order a bacon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Joe, Joe is take like it easy. the stereotype of himself, uh, but it's delightful. It is. Yeah, he is. Especially with all the other shit. Like, yes. thank God, Joe. Yeah. State. He's giving me life. Yeah. Who, like, oh, I guess Chris Messina is the obvious choice. I was going to say, like, it seems like you could hire someone to impersonate Joe. Yeah. But it would basically just be Joe. I you like know, when a, Becca was like, how does it feel to not be I a know. Dr. Joe? F- finally a funny joke from Becca. Know, it only Becca. took three episodes. Let's do the damn thing. <laughs> oh, Becca. Yeah, so, and then... Uh, um Serena's talking to Wells, and Wells asks if there are any love bombs dropped or if there's any planes flying over paradise ready to drop L bombs. And in fact, there are because she says, I think I'm falling in love with you. And he says, I think I'm falling in love with you too. Oh, I just have the I'm falling in love with you too 
it's important. Did he say, I think I'm falling in love with you? I'm falling My in love with you. My quote says, I think okay. I'm falling in love with so you, too. So he's not quite as serious oh, as if it was, are I'm you, or do you think you, you are, yeah. Joe? Come on. We know how this game works. There's various levels of and this. And then Serena says, really? No way. Oh, they are cute. I really like When uh, Serena's like, I'm a blast. Yeah, they're they're sweet. Meanwhile, someone who does not think it's cute Oh, Kendall. Kendall's not having a blast. Kendall would be happy to taxidermy Joe and Serena right there. Uh, I, I, I have um, sympathy for Kendall. I yeah. agree that that it probably does suck to sit there and like watch them. And even if they aren't going to be together, I could see absolutely how it's like dredging up all these old feelings. She shouldn't have come. Well, that's the same thing I was going to say. Um, and I know it's unfair that like, well, why should Joe have come? And he went through that himself. Um, and it just kind of sucks. Like he got to be there first. Like yeah, maybe if it's Kendall just like had luck come, of the draw, yeah, basically. Yeah, maybe if Kendall had come. But um, yeah, she. I agree. But she's like, I was hoping to come here and create new memories with new people. But it's like, but this is the same place that you have your old memories right. with Joe. Like, like it's why going is it to gonna be, be old memories. Yeah, new memories with new people. Um, yeah, so, and then poor Ivan is just, like, sitting there while Kendall storms he, off. Like, He's like, I don't know He, like, tries to rub her yeah. back a little, and she's like, no, Ivan. Yeah, God, <laughs> like, yeah. Read the room, Ivan. Right, come on. And Ivan's like, okay, I don't know what's going on here. So, yeah, poor, uh, poor situation all around, except for old Joe and Serena. So, yeah, there's, there's your show for this week. Thank God it was just one episode. I know, that I mean, was a reprieve. Yeah, that I was. I mean, God, to have Monday night off. Got to watch Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah. For once, uh, I didn't hate Mondays like Garfield does. hey <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Garfield and friends. We're, we're ready, ready to, to party. Ready to party, we're ready. Yeah. I hope you bring lots of spaghetti. I'm scared. Come on in, come to the place where fun never ends. Come on in, it's time to party with our real best friends. Oh, dancing, fiesta, romance, siesta, samba, la bamba, I caramba, disguises, surprises, and pies of all sizes. Come on in, come to the place where fun never ends. Come on in, it's time to party with our real best friends. And pay attention. There'll be a test at the end. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.